The first reading and the second one remind us how we need to live in peace. And the gospel remind us about our own baptism. However, as we are preparing ourselves in this second Sunday of Advent, I run into a story that I would like to share with you. And I have to tell you, if it's any coincidence and the story with your life, it's just, I mean, if it's something related, the story with your life, it's just a coincidence. And the story goes like this. My father was a rich man's son. He came from Ireland in 1928, right into the Depression. One of the worst depression in the American history. And for 10 years, the times were hard times and very difficult. And he himself had a wife and three children. In such a terrible times and difficult times, he has a simple job in an odd lot house on Wall Street and didn't pay as much as he needed just to keep us in the things that we actually had to have. But he had a great faith and trust in God. And so our days were rather dull, my two sisters and I. And at the same time, our parents protect us from any feeling that we were poor or any feelings that we were needy because they treated us like uh, kings and queens. And this was a great help. My father, he was a rich man's son, and he remembered one thing, the wonders of Advent and the wonders of Christmas. This season to him was the center of his life as a boy growing up in Ireland. And of course, coming for a rather rich home, his father could give him nothing but the best. So while our days were very simple and often very difficult, there was one day that toppeth all others. And we long and look forward to, it, to, forward to it. And it was the day that we all dreams, Christmas Day. And on Christmas morning, we would jump out of our beds and run down the stairs and run into the living room. And there will be a tree with all the lights on and underneath the tree will be all kinds of lovely boxes, wrapped in different colors, all tied with a red ribbon. And there in the middle of all of that will be my father with this really, really funny smile in his face and his eyes full of anticipation and we would sit down and, of course, in the boxes, 
will be nothing but Christmas toys. Things like dolls and puppets, games, and any other paraphernalia that makes children feel that Christmas has really come. My mother, of course, will be on the sideline, and she will be hoping that in one of those boxes will be underwears and clothes and all of those things that she needed and also we needed. But never, because my father felt there was no Christmas magic in clothes of underwears. It has to be what he had, candy and all kind of wonderful things to delight the children. Many years later, I asked my uncle Fred, who was, who was not my uncle, but he was my father's best friend, and he became my uncle in a very way, and I said, where did he get so much money? Because those were very hard times. And my uncle Fred smiled and said, didn't you know? Your father never ate lunch for months. He would save every penny. He gave up smoking because you know how much he spent for the, cigar, for the cigarettes. And he saved that money too. And then he will go out and he will toss it all away in buying all of these loving things that you might be delight, delighted and understand that the world was good and that God was good and Christmas was a day that we learn how to give. And so it was, that was all through my whole life and I remember my father. Fifty years later, he was in a hospital in Dublin, and it was raining outside, and he died in my arms. And then afterwards, when we went to the funeral and we buried him, someone come to me and asked, did he leave you an inheritance? And my only answer was, he left no money, but he left an inheritance of love that would last for three generations. This is why I think that I would like to share this story with all of you in these times of Advent, in these times of Christmas, and also in this time that we are going through what is probably painful for some of us, the capital campaign. It's because the point, what it is for me and the history, is that it's the very vital meaning of Christmas and Advent. Christmas and Advent. Advent for us is to be prepared, 
to wait for the Lord to come in our homes. But also Christmas is for givers, not for receivers. And then sometimes we expect something to receive in Christmas instead of give. Is to gift, to give your time, to give yourself, to give whatever you can because God is a giver. Jesus was a giver, giving his whole life for us. So I think that the father's story, and if we pay attention of us, our parents also gave us through the church. They are looking down and just delighted in the midst of this Advent season. And I'm sure that they will appear someday and he will be appears to all of us with gift and wonders for all us children of Christmas. Because for us, it is understanding that Advent is what God is a giver to make us ready, to make us ready for his coming. And at this time, we are making ourselves ready for what is coming in our churches. What do we give them? We give ourselves, yes, to the church. We give our prayers. We give our hearts. We give our time. We give our efforts. And more than that, we can give the gift of love. I have to thank you for already being participated for the capital campaign. I know that we are living in difficult times like that story of that father during the depression. However, as you heard the inheritance of that father left for them, they left a lesson on how to give the most that we can have. So I thank you for everything that you've been doing for the Sheboygan North Catholic parishes. So, but today, I'm asking you and all of us and the ends of the pews, if you see, if you can reach it, and the ends of the pew, there are envelopes. And I'm hoping that you can pass by to all the people who is around you. There are some envelopes that we want you, if you can, be, I mean, if you have not been able to participate in, so we want you to participate in just what you can be able to gift. $5, $10, $1 a week, $10 a week. $10 a week can be a lot for a month and can be also help us in six years, in the next five, five years, I'm sorry. So that's what we want. We want you to participate. We want you to reflect about that, that, that father's story, that he was able to give up lunch 
he was able to give out cigarettes. I know you will say, Father, he will give up that for his family. Yes, it is true. But if we see around you, and what I want for you to reflect on the story, that all of us are family in God's eyes. And we come together in this Advent season to wait together for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. To prepare ourselves for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. To receive the joy of our Lord Jesus Christ. To receive the love of our Lord Jesus Christ when he comes again. So this is a time that we can reflect how do you want to be for God. You want to be a receiver or you want to give or you want to be a giver like a we and Jesus always did to all of us.